Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. <clears throat> Welcome back to America First. I'm your host, JWR. We have a few things to talk about today, but before we get into that, we have a weekly segment of Today in History. Today in History, in 1864, Ulysses S. Grant is named General of Volunteers. Now, now that you know that, on to the news. First, President Joe Biden considers forgiving up to $10,000 of student loan debt as a ploy to appeal to young voters. Uh, the pandemic pause on student loan repayments will expire August 31st as the president attempts to extend the freeze until the end of 2022 or by next summer. The Education Department has told loan services not to reach out to borrowers. According to Student Loan Servicing uh, Alliance Executive Director Scott Buchanan, the White House said no decision has been made. Critics worry this plan will fuel inflation and benefit rich students at the expense of lower income taxpayers. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York estimates student loan forgiveness will cost the nation more than $370 billion. The president's plan disproportionately would benefit people who are in the upper income group, stated Senator Roy Blunt of uh, Missouri. Uh, while raising concerns over Biden's proposal, <clears throat> the top 40% of American households hold 60% of the student loans. The bottom 40% have less than 20% of the student loans. Progressives are, argue $10,000 is not enough and are requesting up to $50,000 worth of debt per borrower to be forgiven. Next, the Biden administration is releasing more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve after a failed effort to increase supply from Saudi Arabia. In a statement Tuesday, the White House said the Department of Energy would sell another 20 million barrels of oil from the reserves to stabilize the gas market. President Joe Biden's officials also pointed out gas prices have continued to fall. These sentiments came despite uh, economists saying gas prices are falling because of concerns of recession. While most of the SPR oil has been exported to Europe and China, this comes as natural gas prices in Europe are hitting new record highs as a result of anti-Russian sanctions. The most crucial outcome is that we will start saving gas now and that we have a blueprint to act together in a co coordinated way in the city. If the situation worsens, said EU Energy Commissioner Audrey Simpson, reducing gas demand proactively allows us to avoid rushed or, un, uh, or unilateral decision. Uh, when it is too late, it will make it will make it possible to plan the savings in most efficient way. In the most efficient way, a number of European countries have already asked Biden for more oil and gas going into the winter season amid fears that Russia may shut off the supply. Next, the House passed the $280 billion CHIPS Act. All but one Democrat and a cohort of Republicans pushed legislation through, uh, through in a 243-187 vote on Thursday. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi praised the spending package while claiming it would put taxpayer money towards union jobs and lowering costs. Make it in America, as Mr. Hollier would say, stated Pelosi. Doing so is an economic imperative, creating again nearly 100,000 good-paying union jobs and lowering costs for American consumers, while producing a crucial component of nearly every major technology we enjoy. The bill provides subsidies the domestic semiconductor manufacturing and invest billions in science and technology to help the U.S. compete on the world stage. $52 billion, uh, 
is set aside specifically for microchip makers in the U.S. to encourage them to build plants in America. However, the total cost of the bill is estimated to balloon up to $280 billion. Over the next five years, House Republican leadership attempted to rally against the bill, but to no avail. In the lead, in the lead up to the vote, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy lambasted the bill as wasteful spending in a time of economic turbulence. McCarthy said the Senate, the Senate passed a bill that took a small program and turned it into a $280 billion blank check. He added, it includes millions of and mandatory spending on corporate welfare for whoever President Biden chooses. The stated objective of the bill is to jumpstart American semiconductor production to outspace, outpace, sorry, outpace China and ensure American technological independence should Taiwan fall to the People's Republic. However, Representative Adrian Smith argued that pork is more prevalent in the bill than resource uh, war logistics. Chips are one of 10 sectors where China is seeking to break American dominance, he noted. This bill does not address our issue with China, and it certainly does not address issues the other nine. Uh, certainly does not address the other nine issues. The legislation moved through the Senate Wednesday and is now headed to President Biden's desk. Next, the Biden administration moved to ramp up federal aid to help with local recovery efforts in Kentucky after the president issued a major disaster declaration in the state. Biden's declaration Friday covers all areas of the bluegrass state recently stricken by severe storms, flooding, mudslides, and landslides. The order comes as FEMA is assisting with efforts to find survivors, survivors and conducting federal recovery operations. With more than 20 search and rescue teams on the ground, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre stated, FEMA has deployed rescue personnel to assist with those efforts and they have dispatched an incident management assistant team. Governor Andy Bershear called the situation, quote, one of the worst, most devastating flooding events in Kentucky's history. With more than a dozen deaths already reported, as damage assessment continues, uh, Bashir said the death count is going to get a lot higher. He also sought to console those who have lost loved ones or cannot get in touch with them. To all the families that know you've already sustained a loss, we're going to grieve with you. We're going to support you. We're going to be here for you, not just today, but tomorrow and in the weeks and in the years to come, voiced Bashir. Everybody out there that is scared, that can't get in touch with one of their relatives, Cell phones are down in so many of these regions. We will tell you, I know how you feel. I couldn't get in touch with a member of, with members of my family after the tornadoes. So please continue to hope, continue to pray, and we will try to connect as many people as possible. At least 13 counties so far are listed for receiving the funds, but damage assessments are continuing. This means more could be added to the tally. At least 16 people have been killed as a result of the severe weather. A number of governor fears, a number the governor fears will double. So far, hundreds of people have been rescued by the National Guard and taken to shelters. Bashir estimated it could take weeks for authorities to find all victims and rescue as rescue and recovery efforts continue. So if you're out there and if you're in Kentucky, you know, if you're in that kind of area, just stay safe. Hope you guys 
My heart's go out to you if you've lost somebody, but also those who haven't and just they're lost. Just you know, keeping them in your keep them in your thoughts. Hopefully they find them. Yeah, stay safe. Next, a House Republican has alleged has alleged whistleblowers stated the FBI has been tampering with official records and investigations to cover up scandals created by the Biden administration. Representative Jim Jordan uh, suggested the FBI exaggerated domestic terrorism statistics to hit performance metrics manufactured by the Bureau itself. On Wednesday, Jordan wrote a letter to the agency's director sharing alleged whistleblower accounts. Uh, he said, though, he said through these accounts, he found that FBI officials are pressuring agents to reclassify cases as domestic violent extremism. extremism. Even if the cases do not meet the criteria, Jordan went on to say one whistleblower has called it an environment of pressure as superiors use these metrics to give awards and promotions. They can uh, they contend the manipulation is done to satisfy the Biden administration's narrative that domestic violent extremists in America's greatest threat. One of the implicated operatives is assisted special agent in charge. Uh, one of the implicated operatives is Assistant Special Agent in Charge Timothy DeBolt, who was also among those previously accused of covering up Hunter Biden's money trail. On Monday, Senator Chuck Grassley accused the FBI of a widespread effort to discredit any unfavorable but legitimate information about the president's son leading up to the 2020 presidential election. This guy by the name of DeBolt, Grassley said, all you got to do is go back to a lot of his social media stuff and then very and then very partisan comments. He was the one making these decisions to shut down our open investigation. I brought that information to Director Ray. Or let's put it this way, I put out a press release and that and that, that guy was moved out of that decision making process. In October 2020, just one month before the election, Thibault allegedly ordered a shutdown and ordered to shut down an avenue of derogatory Hunter Biden reporting. This allegation came when a whistleblower told Grassley there has been a pattern of active uh, partner partisanship at the bureau on matters that about investigations of the Trump campaign and Hunter's suspicious financial deals. Seemingly counter GOP's investigative efforts, Grassley said that in August 2020 that he and Senator Ron Johnson were subjected to an unnecessary briefing from the FBI, which they said had been weaponized against sitting members of the Senate. I want to know what concrete steps Ray is going to take to shut down this partisan approach, Grassley shared. This is hurting the credibility of the FBI. People ought to have confidence in the FBI. Regardless, Grassley contends that if the allegations made by the whistleblowers are legitimate, then both the Justice Department and FBI are institutionally corrupt to their very core. Next, and finally, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin responded to the backlash he's received for striking a deal on a reconciliation package. I've never reversed, Manchin said. I've never been in reverse in my lifetime, and I never walked away. Senator Manchin defended his controversial decision to strike a deal with Senator, or Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on a sweeping reconciliation package called the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, 
which they said will lower the deficit by over $300 billion over a period of 10 years. In a video released on Thursday, Manchin described the new legislation as a quote, win-win for the U.S. The bill will invest over $369 billion into fighting so-called climate change and extend Obamacare subsidies over the next three years. But I think it's a win-win here, but people are all getting hyped up, he voiced. It might help the Democrats, and I'm a Republican, so I've got to be against it. Come on, guys. We're Americans. Look at the bill. It's a good bill. It's a Democrat and Republican bill. Additionally, he claimed the bill would not raise taxes on anybody, though it would impose a 15% minimum corporate tax and close to and close so and close so-called tax loopholes for big corporations. The legislation is also estimated to raise another $124 billion by bolstering the IRS to go after tax cheats. We don't raise taxes on anybody and anybody that says we're raising taxes by putting a minimum of 15% corporate tax on corporations. The largest corporations have $1 million of book value or greater. That That's going to be in, inflammatory. West Virginia Senator stated, I don't think many of us can figure out why, when we reduced it from 35 to 21 in 2017, that tax cut was cut by 14% so that so that people weren't paying at least 15% or supposedly paying 21. If someone's upset they weren't paying in anything, uh, please come forward and tell us why you were able to have this great country protect you and give you these opportunities. You didn't have to pay anything into it. Uh, he then went on to claim the legislation will keep the fossil fuel industry strong despite measures to make large investments into so-called climate change programs. This bill, this is a bill that keeps the fossil industry and keeps the country in a very strong position until those new technologies kick in, whenever that may be, he expressed. That transition will happen when, when, uh, when whatever you have that you're using, you've got something better to replace it with and can do just as well, if not better, cheaper prices, the market takes over. Uh, the package will be put to a vote on the Senate floor next week. We will keep you up to date on that. But that's all we have this week. Thank you for listening on today's episode. Be sure to check out previous episodes to stay up to date and follow us on Twitter at capital S, Laura KC, and BAG, capital M. Any and all profits, including sponsor revenue and viewer donated revenue, will be donated to the Series Fund Network for Disabled Kids. So if you do decide to donate to us, you know where your money is going. So until the next time, America, I've been your host, JWR. Remember, stay informed, stay involved, and keep America first. <laughs>